welcome to the Extra Pass podcast presented by Melbourne United. I'm your host, Ben Hopkins, joined as always by my co-host, NCAA national champion, Adam Ballinger. Balls, how are you? Hello, Benjamin. How are you this afternoon? Oh, I'm terrific, mate. You know, I'm just living the dream. It's I, There's not a place I would rather be than here with you, um, except if maybe we had a different guest today. <laughs> We've got someone that's definitively not a national champion. It's Jack White. How are you, Jack? Yeah, do you know what's better than being a national champion, Ben? NBL champion? Well, yes. Yeah. But as the NBA say, world champion. Yeah, world champion. Which oh, is world champion. Yeah. Which is definitely debatable in my yeah. book. <laughs> I feel like it takes away credit from the uh, World Cup and Olympics. That's one you know? of the first things. When I came over here that they made fun of Americans about, or me, but everyone says world champion. I mean, you don't North play. American champion. You I mean, yeah, like, you don't it, play the You world. have like the best players in the world, right? Yeah. But back settle down yeah who do you think who do you think would would take away that world championship from from your nuggets australian national team fair enough good call i'll cop that Mm. a lot of national teams probably you think so yeah a lot of national teams would probably be oh maybe not a lot maybe maybe the u.s canada's pretty good yeah serbia's pretty good yeah us new zealand because i got shayili yeah your idol i heard he, you heard, you should know this by now. Well, I heard it from you. He is my idol. I love Shaylee. That's a weird start to the episode. He's a humble Actual. guy. Yeah, humble He's guy. He's the best. Someone Very who, humble. Someone who's not a humble guy, Jack White. Jack, how are you? It's good to have you back in Australia. I'm good, man. It's been, it's been good to be back. I wish I had more time to, I don't know, I guess pick up where I left off and catch up with friends and family and, and all that. But it's been a lot of fun, man. I feel like I've been productive, you know, back and forth between the, here in Melbourne working out with you guys, uh, which has been great. Um, you know, definitely feel like this is my second home away from Trelgan and obviously spending a lot of time in the country, catching up with friends and family back there. But um, yeah, man, it's been a pretty hectic time, but loved it. Yeah, you've been gone for a while. Is it just is it just a relief to get back and be able to, obviously you've been doing, as you said, a bit of back and forth to Trelgan. Um, I guess, is it just is it just nice to sort of have some sort of normalcy where you can just see friends, see family and just chill out for a bit? Yeah, it's just refreshing, man. Like the whole past 12 months have just been a bit of a, a roller coaster, honestly. And, you know, with how things have ended up, obviously an extended season with the playoffs and, you know, definitely no complaints about that. But, um, you know, the travel and free agency, you know, I spent some time in Salt Lake City, um, then Vegas at Summer League and, you know, getting accustomed with the new team and, New teammates meeting a million new faces. Uh, so that in itself just kind of takes the idea and, uh, you know, mentally drains you. But, um, yeah, it was just looking forward, you know, being back at home with family and seeing mom and dad and brother and sister. And, yeah, a lot of friends I hadn't caught up with in, you know, in over 12 months. And, um, you know, obviously there's no place like home. So, yeah, just super, uh, super happy to have the time now that, that I have a home. Did you get a <clears throat> hero's welcome? Like a – I was asking Reese about this last week. Like, you'd be the number one athlete out of Taralgan's history? Nah, Jade Melbourne. And I hope I hope my agent, Sammy, listens to this. He also represents Jade. Jade's an absolute gun. Uh, well, do you have, like, a court in NFT or anything like that in the plans? No. Nah. Not yet, because they got that new stadium up there. It's really nice. We've really been, nice stadium. Yeah. I actually hadn't been in there till, uh, till last week, till last Monday. I went there Monday again to watch me, uh, my brother play. It is looking schmick. It's looking nice. good. I've been there a few times for rep, run camps and stuff there, and there's not one jersey. You don't have a jersey up there at all, do you? No. 
Surely they got to retire the 14. I know. I mean, come on. Like, at least a jersey up when you walk in or something. It's a lot of driving between here and Terralgan. Is there anything, you know, you've been listening to? Maybe a podcast, music? What's the go? I mean, I'm a big uh, UK rap, UK drill guy. Um, I've been dabbling in that for a good two, three years now. That's sort of my go-to. Bit of Joe Rogan, bit of Melbourne United podcast. You know, just to hear your... Your voice, obviously. What's the, name of, what's the name of our podcast? It's, it's just a Melbourne United podcast. It's all I search <laughs> up and it's all that I need to search up. Is close that a fair call? It's close enough. I guess. I mean, you are on our podcast. I, I would have liked if you knew what it was called. But obviously a lot of back and forth and, and getting here and getting involved in our open runs, obviously some pretty well-publicized ones with Jock and Giddy and Dyson and all the MU guys. What, what's it like to get into some super highly competitive and, and physical open runs while you're back here? Man, it's been awesome. Like it's been exactly what I've needed, I guess, leading into camp and especially coming off the season, having like a little bit of a break and then getting back into working out and, you know, you add in the travel and being all over the place and everything else. Like just coming back here and having that to sort of fall back on and, you know, getting in a routine of working out and, you know, United starting their preseason and everything like that and being surrounded by guys I'm going to be going into camp with and, and whatnot. It's been really good. I've um, been enjoying it. You know, these are guys that I haven't, you know, had the pleasure of, apart from Jock, I guess, like spending a lot of time on the court with and getting acclimated, um, you know, learning their games and whatnot. Um, so this has been great for that. And obviously coming back and just seeing all the United boys has been awesome. Um, you know, I love this club. I love everyone that's involved. And it's so cool that I can just come back and, you know, seamlessly just come right back in and sort of pick up how things left off. And that um, oh man's been awesome. Well, hopefully someone that you're going to be getting to spend a lot of time on an NBA court with is is Josh. Obviously, you've signed with OKC for the coming season and for the coming two seasons, I believe. Or, um, But yeah, that's so exciting. And we're going to get into a bit about that. And obviously the championship season over in the NBA you've just gotten... Um, you've just gotten off the court with, but we'll get to that after the break. Melbourne United memberships are on sale now. Lock in your seat for the most exciting show in Australian sport and guarantee you're there for every highlight across this next season. To find out more, go to membership.melbourneutd.com.au. And we're back on the Extra Pass presented by Melbourne United with NBA champion Jack White. Is that sinking in yet or is it still weird to hear NBA champion Jack White? Yeah, it's weird. Um... Like, obviously, to an extent, like, obviously, I feel part of it and feel part of the team. And that was one of the great things about being a part of that team was everyone was so inclusive. And no matter if you're Jokic or, you know, you're me on a two-way contract, you definitely feel like um, you're a part of that group and you contribute in a certain way. Um, but obviously, you know, as part of the two-way contract gig, you know, you're not involved during the playoffs um, on the floor. Um, so it was definitely a different experience. Uh, but in saying that, you know, I felt like kept the guys ready off the floor and, you know, had a good locker room presence and, um, trying to do whatever I could to help us be successful during that time. So, um, you know, I'll take it, you know. Take us through. It's got to be, obviously, you got to celebrate a, a championship here at United as well in the NBL, but take us through similarities, differences in the championship atmosphere after after winning it at both levels. Yeah, well, the NBL one back then was, uh, was different. I think, you know, I was in the process of rehabbing my Achilles at the time. So I was pretty uh, immobile uh, during the celebrations and, and everything and like couldn't really, I guess, celebrate in the in the, in the the best way, let's say. Um, but, you know, just being around that group and knowing obviously what a lot of guys had sacrificed, you know, families being away from Melbourne, 
the travel, obviously everything with COVID and the restrictions and whatnot, um, you know, there was a lot that people sacrificed to be able to make that a reality and just seeing how much it meant to the fellas was kind of what was most special for me and that was kind of the thing that's um, most similar I think about both experiences is, you know, I have this vivid memory of, you know, there's like a minute or two left um, in the final game um, and like Jeff ish and dj are just sitting on the bench like crying and like these guys are like some of the best vets you could ever come across like huge parts of why our locker room was so good and a huge part of why our camaraderie and and everything like that and i think it's you know that camaraderie and you know team togetherness is a big reason why like miami as well were in the position they were in you know there's an nba season is full of ups and downs and if you have that to fall back on i think it's a, a huge uh advantage and, you know, just seeing how much it meant to them and, and knowing that, you know, how they went about things the right way for so long and for them to finally be rewarded with this thing that they, you know, this was their ultimate goal um, was special for someone like me who was obviously fortunate to just, you know, find himself in that situation and have that experience in my first year. Um, so, yeah, like seeing their reactions and seeing how much it meant to different guys who had been through a lot in the league and in their career, um, you know, just, just made me appreciate the whole experience as a whole even more now also you don't have to ring chase at the end of your career yeah i mean i don't know i got a few fingers to fill up so we'll see oh, about I don't that know. like you don't have to yeah you've already got that done so in your 15 year career you can just stick with one team just be a hero yeah that wouldn't be bad have you got the rings yet people ask you about the ring yeah people ask me about the ring but like <laughs> the the rings come uh at opening night of the following season yeah and like i just have the same conversation with everyone like i don't have it yet <laughs> Plus, I'm playing for a new team, so I guess I'll get it when we play them at Denver. And so, yeah, months from now. And they are like they just get more and more ridiculous. I imagine yours. I don't know how they wear them, but do you think you'll ever actually wear the ring? Like no, how? No, no, it's like, so real. It's, Maybe on no, the it's not me. No, it's not me, bro. Yeah, you know, they like it's open up and they have like carousels in the middle. Of, I mean, like lights that well, come you, on. And did no, you even no. see after Luke Travers? won the summer league championship shout out luke travers shout they out. got very ostentatious rings like crazy rings i did see Just that for that yeah they are looking good but no i could never i could never it's a cool if, thing to have just I roll think, around. I think I'll send it back to Trelgan, honestly, because I'd be too worried about it. Oh, you just roll around Trelgan, just like, yeah, look at me. I'm not that guy. They might not even put <laughs> it in the gym. They might not even do anything with it. Just keep it. Mom can have it. <laughs> just add it to the jewelry. Yeah. What, what were the celebrations like? I know that's something that, you know, you see a lot of guys go on podcasts afterwards and be like, oh, yeah, it was crazy. Joker was doing this and so-and-so was doing this. Is there anything that you can tell us that's PG rated perhaps that was just a bit about the the celebrations and the craziness that followed? Yeah, I mean, there's not really too much that's not PG, I guess. I mean, like straight after the game, you know, we're in the locker room, cigars, champagne, beers, everything for like three or four hours. And yeah, Three like, or four hours in the locker room? Yeah, just in the locker room. Um, and yo, that champagne smell in the locker room is something else, man. Like didn't go away for like at least two or three weeks. Disgusting. Um, but yeah, like that was obviously a special time. I guess like guys didn't want to kind of leave that environment where, you know, we had achieved what we set out to achieve. But um, but from there, I guess kind of the next thing that was sort of um, significant was we had the parade on Thursday. And for a Thursday morning, there was like between 700 and 750,000 people wow. that came out and like flooded the streets of Denver. 
and we're all sitting on like fire trucks like just driving like 5k's an hour for like two or three hours just like drinking beers and like getting off and like embracing the crowd like it was nuts and they just you turn the corner and there's even more people and then we get to like the i guess the final um sort of stop um i can't remember what the actual name is but like this is big sort of square and kind of overlooking this big park and it's just filled to the brim with people it's like everyone we saw along the way just congregated there and you're just sitting there it was a beautiful day and like during the week it had been like raining and it just like was picturesque this day and it was just perfect and so like yeah the parade was unreal like the speeches obviously which i'm sure you guys have probably seen like <laughs> unreal guys are uh coach definitely uh did well <laughs> joker did well especially with his initial thoughts of the parade um been saying that um initially they wanted to take us to vegas on saturday the big fella didn't want to go because he wanted to get back for his horse race obviously <laughs> um so that night after the parade um like three hours after the parade was done and the guys are like rinsed having a good time right championship parade um we make it out to the airport fly to vegas on a pj our owner's private jet absolute champ of a bloke uh josh and then um we go to dinner at hakasan we have a great dinner it's like a whole group um you know great food drinks everything like that and then uh they have like a club there at hakasan so like we go upstairs and they have this whole thing like set up for us and i'm gonna be honest man it was kind of weird because we walk in like nba champion denver nuggets and we walk in and like it was literally like a crowd of like npcs in there just like staring <laughs> at us like bro there's no better way to put it and like they like escort us up to this like stage next to the, the dj booth or whatever we have like tables like it's all set up and it's like you look out and every single person in the club is just like sitting there just <laughs> fixated like staring i'm like like yo like what is going on bro this is weird and it's like you want to like drink to have a good time but it's like bro, i can't like have a good time like i feel like i'm just being stared at the whole time and like granted they're definitely not looking at me like no no one could care what i was doing they're definitely just looking at yoke and jamal and like this that and the other no i was gonna say what was it like to hear seven seven hundred thousand people chant jack white jack white because that's all that's all i heard the chants oh, were that's on all the you heard. yeah i think you might have selective hearing benny hometown hearing <laughs> just a couple of champions here talking uh have you ever won a championship Ben? Oh, I, yeah, I went back-to-back back Wednesday night. <laughs> no, those yeah, I was going to say, I already knew about this. Yeah, yeah this is not news to, to me. But uh, seriously, the, Shout like, out the fundamentals, if, the if best, any of you are listening. <laughs> the best part of I, what I found was, you know, you, you have a team, you, you go through a whole year, uh, the ups and downs of a year, and then no matter what, you win a championship. It, uh, as you know now, like, the team's going to change. So no matter mm. how good the team was, you'll never be with those guys again in that situation and the best time of after the championship, you get off the court, make it into the locker room. And like you said, you were there for three or four hours. Um, but there's that, only that little bit of time where it's only you. Like the coaches are there. No media has been let in yet. It's just a team, some the managers, and you're all celebrating and um, close. And for me, I found that was like the best moment of the whole thing. And then, you know, once those doors open, once, you know, the parade starts, all that, then it's all it's all changed. Like everybody's moving on and – but the best part of winning those, I thought, was uh, definitely just getting in the locker room and just, you know, everybody's kind of minds are blown. Like, we, we actually did it. We're here. And, um, yeah, three or four hours. We had, like, 15 minutes. Three or four hours would have been pretty cool. Yeah. But, no, I definitely feel you with that because I think the uh, 
you know, removing like all the outside noise and you know, media coaches and it's just like, you know, the players and like it's like the staff members are like they're rebounding for you and like like guys you really have that connection with and you don't have to worry about like anyone else watching. It's just you boys like really just having a quiet moment to reflect on it. Because it's a long season, man. Like guys are away from their families a lot and like I can only imagine like the sacrifices and, you know, everything like kids, man, like it's crazy. And guys have been doing it for such a long time and and even for like someone like me, like coming in as a rookie, like how these guys embrace me and the other rookies and, you know, guys that are traded mid-season like Reggie and, and TB and like how they're brought in and like how they embrace me. Like it's just like ticking boxes across the board. Um and so to like really reflect and like I think is important because you, you need that because as you said, like you know, everyone kind of goes their separate ways very quickly after the season. Everyone's looking for a break because <laughs> the season finishes at the start of June and then, you know, it's a World Cup year. Like guys are, need their rest. Um, guys are getting traded, this, that and the other. Um, so I think like, you know, having that parade, having that time in Vegas, having that time in the locker room, are all like they're probably like the the best moments that you know guys aren't going to forget just because like they're probably the purest moments of just the group and the team yeah, yeah. and as balls touched on you know there's there's always player movement there's always you know a sense that that team isn't going to remain together obviously you've since moved on to okc signing there a new opportunity for you take us through the excitement and and i guess that process if you can shine a little bit of light on what it's like to to go from an nba champion to go from a you know, a two-way spot where you were back and forth um, to to now joining on with the Thunder and, you know, your your teammate out on the court for some of these open runs, Josh Giddy. Yeah, man, it's been a bit of a roller coaster experience going through, like, NBA free agency for the first time. Um, in saying that, you know, I couldn't be happier with how it worked out. I'm super excited for the uh, opportunity at OKC, especially for an opportunity to play and be a part of a super exciting young group, um, and it's like similar to Denver in a way where the emphasis on cultures at a really high level and, you know, even, you know, spending a week and a half with the group between Salt Lake City and Vegas, um, like I feel that and uh, that's a cool thing. And um, so, yeah, I'm super excited getting settled in and getting to training camp and, you know, obviously spending time with Josh here and playing with Josh and knowing Josh um, has been, you know, a super enjoyable part of this transition and like having a familiar face and, and everything like that. But, um you know, being a part of two-way, I felt like I had a really good individual year and I felt like I'd kind of proved that I was an NBA player and deserved that opportunity and, you know, for them to, you know, I kind of guess reinforce that um, and, you know, put their money where their mouth is without a better, you know, way of putting it um, was a special feeling for me and like a, a goal that I definitely dreamt of achieving since I was a little kid and, um, you know, for them giving me that, you know, I can't be more grateful and I'm just super excited to to get to work and I feel like, you know, there's still plenty of work for me to do, still plenty f for me to prove. Um, so, yeah, just really looking forward to getting stuck in and, yeah, getting started in OKC. Mm. And getting back here, obviously, you've spent a, a fair bit of time on the court at Hoop City and, and with a lot of United's guys. Can you can you give us a, your thoughts on, on this group that we're putting together? Obviously, it's a pretty similar group to last time you were here. Obviously, LT in, in a similar spot to you. Mm. Can you can you take us through, I guess, your excitement to to see how United's going to do this upcoming season? Yeah, mate, I'm super pumped. Um, you know, I think first and foremost, you just touched on LT. Like, I've been a big fan of LT um, for a long time. Like, super young, versatile, talented player. Has only been getting better and better. Um, can affect the game on both ends. And, you know, I felt like he did a really good job of 
showing that during summer league and was probably unlucky not to come away with a two-way contract from the Cavs because how he affects the game. And that's kind of what I felt like I did a good job of when I played summer league last year. You know, you're not going out there trying to score 20 points a game. Like, like teams have that. It's like how can you play a role? Like how can you be effective off the ball and make your superstars' lives easier? And I feel like Luke does that. Um, so I feel like he was definitely a bit hard done by, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Luke and it's been awesome, you know, spending time with him here in Melbourne and seeing him settle in and get more comfortable um, as the days have gone by um, and just get over the jet lag <laughs> from the travel. But um, another one like super excited for is, is Big A coming back from the Achilles, obviously. Um, you know, we were teammates for a bit and then I got a soft spot for him, obviously seeing him go down with the Achilles and trying to help him out with keeping him in a good headspace because I know just how difficult he, it can be and especially for him like he's been pretty unfortunate with a couple I guess like major injuries um so far in his career in his in his lower body and this one's you know not an easy one to, to handle to say the least but just in just seeing how he's come back man has been unbelievable he's and it just flying. makes me mate he's unreal he's smashed it and I think like you know obviously everyone at Hoops, Hoop City Physio with, with Steve and Nick and and everything going through it with me then for them to just kind of be able to you know flow on from that and, and help him in the same way and kind of have a good timeline because you know mine fortunately went pretty well and you know you can see with Ariel like everyone sees it like man he's he's moving great he's he's in good spirits and you know just his his personality is one that lifts the room up so it's 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 a great thing for the club and like Tanner coming in Tanner's I don't think I've seen Tanner miss a shot <laughs> in two weeks um but like i've played with tanner for, for years since we were teenagers love tanner great guy i think he's going to be great for the culture and and the team and then you talk about you know guys we got coming back like barlow still being involved with coaching at the club you got cg shilly newells um joe coming back i mean like i could go on and on i'm just drawing blanks but um man it just it just feels like coming back to home you know there's so many familiar faces and I'm um, just super excited to see what the, the team can do and especially getting the big fella Joe healthy again. Um, but you can already see like just in, I guess, my time here for, for the two weeks, um, just seeing small progressions he's making is, is super exciting. And um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm super excited to follow again. Yeah, and I'm excited for our next segment that's going to come up after this break because it's going to be Fast Five with Balls. And I know he's got some hairy ones for you because... Just from knowing balls, he's not the biggest Duke fan ever. So yeah, he fine. might he might try to throw you under the bus with some of these. But we're going to go to a quick break and then come back with Fast Five with Balls. Want to stay up to date with everything happening in Melbourne United? Download the Melbourne United app today. Filled with videos, audio and articles about your favourite team. It's the one-stop shop for everything Melbourne United. Download the Melbourne United app via the App Store on iOS or the Google Play Store on Android. And we're back on the Extra Pass podcast presented by Melbourne United, and it's time for Fast Five with Balls. You ready? This is Fast Five with Balls. Been waiting for this the whole time. Now we're on to the, uh, the fun stuff. Yeah, they're hard hitting, so I hope you're ready. Let's get straight into it. Okay, Jack, so the first time we met um, was your your last year with Melbourne United, my first year that I started working here at a game. Uh, we never, I didn't, I didn't know you. You, I don't think you knew me. Um, and everyone I knew, everyone knows. You. <laughs> I knew you. Superstar in the league. Come on, mate. Anyways, give yourself some credit. You were walking down the tunnel. It was after a game. I think it was after a loss. And uh, just walking by, I wanted to say hi, uh, just shake your hand, and uh, just introduce myself. And I went uh, with a fist bump. 
This is COVID time, so every, no one really knows what to do. Fist bump, like elbows or handshake. The old and, elbow. Uh, <laughs> I don't miss the old elbow. I had my fist out there, and you, you rejected it. You said, you said no. You, you didn't say anything, but I could just tell <laughs> your fist bump wasn't your thing. Uh, yeah. And then you want a handshake, so yes. uh, which I was Good. impressed with. Um, and I just want to know, what is that your small-town uh, polite upbringing, or you just you hate fist bumps? I don't hate fist bumps at all. Uh Funnily enough, probably during that time, I probably just had COVID. <laughs> so it was probably felt like I was in that immunity just window and just thought I was unstoppable. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like you're with me here on this yeah. one, boss. <laughs> Shaking so, everyone's hand. Yeah, to try so to be a proper gent. You only get so many chances to shake Adam Ballinger's hand. That's what so, I'm saying, man. Right, and yeah. first time meeting, I'm like, I can't just fist bump the man himself. I didn't want you to walk by without being able to shake my hand. So <laughs> You're a great uh, man. Appreciate that. Um, okay. Uh, your Achilles injury. Uh, been Good a time. lot of talk about that. You probably don't want to visit that again but um like we were talking like you only had this whole year probably a week off from basketball with all the stuff you're doing um but back then you know you get an injury you're away from the game or you you physically actually can't play the game so what did you in your downtime did you develop any new hobbies what what would you occupy your mind with back then uh i wouldn't say i developed any new hobbies i would say i spent the majority of time playing video games i'm a big video game guy so those are your hobbies this is, i guess that's not new though yeah so yeah. big video game guy and especially moving and traveling and like being away from friends and family i find that to be a great way to kind of do an activity and stay in touch with friends mm -hmm. um as opposed to you know just hopping on facetime here and there and especially with my brother, like we love playing video games and, you know, I'll probably go back this afternoon and smash some Rocket League and, and do all that stuff. Rocket League, nice. Yeah, you got, what, what are your games? Like, what are you, what are you playing now? What are your favorite games? Rocket League, Fortnite. Back when I was hurt with the Achilles, I was playing a lot of uh, like Assassin's Creed and like Red Dead Redemption, like these kind of like Old long story school, games. Yeah. yeah, like getting after it. Um, On, online or are you playing, like you trying to beat the, you know, how's that story mode? I was playing story modes. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. Um, Old school. But then... Other than video games, man, um, I kind of got like super into like recovery and like diet and like getting into <laughs> Yeah, that into was it. my other question. Like getting into a really good like routine yeah. of- Do you have any other interests but like basketball and gym? <laughs> um, but like one of the things that helped me the most with the recovery and obviously it's it's a physical injury, but like the mental part of it's kind of the most challenging and you're wondering whether you're ever going to come back and be the same play where, especially for me, like I took great pride in taking care of my body and- being athletic and you know spending time in the in the gym and stuff um so like definitely had those i guess internal struggles whether i'd get back but um we actually had a so my mate sam who used to live at the house we shout out sam shanley um he had a border collie or still has border collie george um and me and this dog george like all the boys would go to work and i'd just be sat at home like we we leg up on an elevated surface like playing video games and it'd just be me and george hanging out <laughs> And he's just like the biggest goofball. And we're just like, you couldn't help but smile around George. So, um, shout out George. Shout out George. Absolute champ. Yeah. 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 Good answer. So, you know, your main thing is your main hobby would be video games right now. Yeah. Video games. I like music. I like, uh, I want to get into reading more. Yeah. Um, reading stuff. It's reading. I used to read too it, with a phone in your hand. It's hard to get past that to start yeah, reading. But like TV show, I like watching TV shows. Probably not as much movies anymore probably big tv show go lincoln lawyers one i definitely recommend i've read the book the tv show tv show yeah i've seen the movie not the tv show tv show the, is great i read the book so i got all you guys 
shamed right now. All right. Um, next, we're moving on. This is fast five. We got it. We got to keep All going. Right, sorry, keep, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So you got you know the Duke thing. We haven't talked much about Duke, but. Uh, I imagine, yeah, you're yeah. tired of talking about Big Duke. Duke. You're guy, tired yeah. of talking about all the guys you played with, yep. and Coach K especially. But for the listeners, and we got to give them what they want. So I, you know, I'd rather talk to you about your first CD you bought. But I got to, I sorry, I got to <laughs> ask you this. But so when we, so I played at Michigan State. We played a lot of games against Duke, and I, Coach K, it was always kind of an enigma. But what I always heard from players is that in practice, he's crazy like he's on you he's yelling he's screaming it's tons of pressure and you're practicing hard but in games he kind of switched to uh took took a step back and it looked like they were all playing with tons of confidence is that is that true or what was it you know in games he doesn't look to be as much he's not going at his own players i'm sure he's going at refs and stuff like that but um is that true or is that way off no i would definitely say that's definitely more the case in practice like we actually got this out of him at our senior dinner, me, Javin, and Justin Robinson, uh, that he would premeditate kicking us out, kicking us out of practice, no matter how well we were practicing. <laughs> every practice? Not every practice, uh, but okay, like certain yes, practices. Yes. Like we had a big game. Like I remember one. It was it was before we played Virginia, and Virginia. I think this might have been the year that they won the the chip. And he like like he claims that we were like you know BS and all yeah, whatever. Like yeah. <laughs> but like we were like practicing great, and, <laughs> and we full on told him we're like. Like, bro, we ain't leaving. Like, what <laughs> doing? Like, we got this huge game. Like, we're trying to practice and, like, work on our, work in our stuff. And then he was like, oh, like, and he left. And we're like, yeah, like, <laughs> like, got to the point where, like, yeah, like, whatever, man. Like, get out. Um, well, you nearly fell into a Coach K impersonation there. I was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, yeah. It, you got to pay money for that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but no, I would definitely say, like during the game, it definitely depends who you are and like what kind of leash you're on. And especially for me, like I'd play with a bunch of one and done guys and guys super talented and kind of have a bit of a longer leash. But for me, I, f I feel like that's the case, like compared to practice. But, you know, it's definitely tough to, you know, for me, I feel like the, the mental aspect of the game is something that I've kind of improved on. And, you know, even going through those experiences with like an injury and like not playing and kind of, you know, finding your way to, you know, find out how to be successful coming out of those situations has helped me deal with different adversities now. Um, but yeah, like back in that moment, yeah, like definitely struggled to, you know, I guess navigate that and how to be the best version of myself in that sort of environment when I was younger. Yeah, it's a tough, a tough environment. It's a high level, high level basketball in college is, is, is can be rough. Mm -hmm. um, I remember getting kicked out, like Izzo would kick us out too. And you know, like, he had it playing like it's basically written in the practice plan. All right, yell at him here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, it feels he, like it, man. Like yeah. after your freshman year, and you have a bit more reps, and you're like, like, look, man, like I'm <laughs> stupid, bro. Like, but he'd kick yeah. us out, and then, we, he, but then we'd have to come back. That was the worst part about it. He's oh, like, man. kick you out, go eat together, and then come back. We'll start practice again. I was like, oh my god. But yeah, those are. I, yeah. I, I hear you on that. Because we'd be sitting there. It's like, look, man. I know you don't want to do this. Yeah, <laughs> but I he does. You, yeah, but I I'm think like, they yeah, do. Like, what is wrong with you, bro? Go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they don't. <laughs> no one wants to go home. Get a get George, man. Get a dog, <laughs> get a man. Dog. No, they don't like going home. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. All right. Moving on just again. Quickly, just quickly, balls. I do need to point out. Please drop in. I wasn't sure if Jack was aware, but we we discovered in the office there was a, a video circulating oh, of yeah, the year right. that yeah, yeah. Duke got knocked out uh, in the Elite Eight by Michigan State. One of your years. Yeah. Uh, balls, passionate Michigan State man, kept his two sons at home from school, watched it, 
celebrated like a madman, collected both of his sons in his arms and started, what was the chant? You What, what chant? We hate Duke. We hate Duke. Oh, that's fine, man. Well, I just remember ruining Draymond Green's <laughs> jersey retirement at Michigan State. Oh, yeah. Did you did you beat him there? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I didn't know you then. If I if I knew, knew you back then, I probably wouldn't have been so vocal with my hate of Duke. But no, Duke, that's fine. I've got a love-hate relationship with Duke. It's fine. Duke is like the it's the school like if you went there if you obviously we played there or everyone, whatever everyone hates duke if you don't go to duke yeah, yeah no but then there's some people that don't and they're like oh, i'm a duke person it's like oh you just pick the school that wins the most games and you know has the, you know you just can't just it's it's easy to hate but if you have a different angle like people love it yeah exactly yeah, yeah. no there's plenty of reasons to love it but i just go the other way because yeah always on tv always getting yeah. all the breaks as everything. you should as you should <laughs> i respect it man i respect it all right moving on before we start um, come to blows on that the first uh, <laughs> first fight on yeah yeah have to separate you. Now I don't feel like either of us are is that passionate about the schools to to fight about it. All right, um, okay, I gotta ask you this again. Everybody probably asked you this. What's Jokic like on on the day to day? He seems like the best superstar teammate that like I've ever seen. Is that is it true? Absolutely no question. He is without like he's the most regular, like funny normal like i wish like every synonym of normal and regular like lay it out there like he's the best um it's like it's like basketball is just like his hobby and he's not like <laughs> the best player on the planet and like isn't i mean he was like the highest paid player but like you know like he just loves his family like loves horse racing like just does his job goes home spends time with his family like that's it and like you know he's no nonsense wants to win couldn't give a damn about himself, individual accolades, anything like that. And that was obviously made apparent this year with the whole narrative around that. And, uh, you know, I'm just so stoked for him that, you know, he was able to do what we all knew he could do and, and lead us to a championship, having like the most absurd playoff run I've ever seen. And like, obviously, I'm just so fortunate to be able to see it in person. But man, like, I love that guy, man. He's, he's the best. And I got to be uh, locker room neighbors with him. Yeah. which uh, which was even better as well. So no, he's he's hilarious. Well, you, you talk a bit about some of the absurd things he was doing in that playoff run. We actually got a mailbag question from Dave, and it, what was the amazing thing you saw on court in the NBA this year? And it, it's got to be like one of those yoke shots from like, yoke, yeah, over AD, and like AD just like turns around and he's like looking at yoke, <laughs> and yoke's just like, yeah, this is what they do, brother. <laughs> uh, it was either that or like Christmas Day, Aaron Gordon dunk over oh. over uh, Shamit because. That was vicious. That was dirty. But yeah, I mean, Yoke in those playoffs, they reviewed it, brother. Bad are you? Are you I'm, are a you? Son, I'm a Suns guy, so. Yeah, well, how inconvenient for you. <laughs> All right. Okay, last one. All right, here we go. I, I Googled Jack White. Uh, oh, yeah. Image search. I had to go through yep. 150 photos until I got to one of you. Um. You, you might want to your PR team get on them or fire them. Um, we need you. Do you think you'll ever be on top of the White Stripes singer? No, <laughs> unless uh, I know I get don't in care, the media brother, for some controversy yeah, or don't something. Care, man. Yeah. Uh, Actually, hopefully I'm, you I'm, won't. Say something yeah. crazy right now. Yeah, hopefully you won't be on ever. Yeah, be the first image. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not concerned about it at all. It's funny, man. Like I'm not a huge like Twitter user or anything like that and i would like always get tagged in like these like music posts or like <laughs> like he's been making like some political statements recently and like i would get messages like like how could you say that or like <laughs> like like the whole like spectrum you could imagine like it's just nuts but 
no, nah, like he's like the Jack White, and like I'm very cool with it. Like he's he's a beast. He's like one of the best guitarists in the world. Like White Stripes, Seven Nation Army. Like stop it. Yeah, he's a beast. All right, and then to follow up that question, any relation to Jack Black? No, nah, I wish. He's a legend as well. Have you ever met Love Jack? Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> School Have you of ever Rock? Met Jack oh, Black, Tenacious it. D. Oh, Tenacious D. Yeah, I mean, f you could just go on and on about how legend. good he is. Yeah, legend man. Shout yeah, out Jack Black. Shout out Jack Black. Shout out the Jack White. Legends of the game. Jack, it was amazing to have you come in and, and have a chat on the podcast. Amazing to have you here at Hoop City while you've been down in Australia. And, you know, we wish you best of luck with the Boomers camp coming up and obviously with your next season at OKC. So thanks so much for coming on the podcast. No, nah, boys, thanks for allowing me to be on the Extra Pass podcast. Well, you learned the name. <laughs> he knows it. That's a big reveal. You know I was just taking the mic out of you before. You definitely weren't. Really? Yeah. You couldn't tell? No. Well, thanks for having me on the Extra Pass, boys. It's been a pleasure.